Welcome to Res Talk, your source for the latest news, opinions, and training from top building performance, rating, and auditing experts. Here's your host, committed building science enthusiast and registered professional engineer, Bill Spohn. Welcome back to another episode of the Res Talk podcast. It's our goal here at Res Talk to communicate late breaking news and thoughtful insights about a broad array of topics in the rapidly expanding world of residential energy ratings to the broad array of stakeholders in the ResNet ecosystems. To the ResNet community, we hear you and wish to engage. How does the honor of HERS rating the three millionth home befall you? Tim Smith and Sierra Hero have been on a quiet mission of building relationships, honoring commitments, and executing with excellence. Steady as they go, that's how it goes. Join us today to hear the conversation with CR Hero from Meritage Homes and Tim Smith from 15 Light Years Foundation as they discuss what went on behind the scenes in a three millionth HERS rated home. We learn of their commitment to energy efficient homes as well as the processes involved in achieving the milestone home in Winter Garden, Florida. All levels of builders and raters will learn why their recipe for success has education at its core. Let's listen in as CR Hero and Tim Smith explain what went into the rating of the three millionth hers rated home. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. CR, you've been on the podcast before, so I'm going to let Tim go first and explain what are we doing here talking about this three million homes? What's this about? We're energy rating here in Florida, 15 light years. We perform the energy ratings, energy star certifications for Meritage Homes, work real close with CR on energy efficiency on their homes, indoor air quality. And with all the homes that we do for them, we were right there at the three millionth mark and registered the home just in time to make this achievement. Very cool. Sierra, why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners? So Sierra Hero, I'm the Vice President of Innovation for Meritage Homes. So my job is to challenge industry norms to build better homes that create more value for our buyers. It's a pretty good gig. Nice. You guys are both smiling. So either you're happy to be here or I don't know, maybe just had a good coffee break or something like that. Caffeine always helps the day go by. Yeah. There's the three millionth home that was rated and that happened. It was a, it was a Meritage home and Tim, your provider was the rater for that. Is that correct? Yes, correct. Yeah. So CR, why don't you talk to us about, is there anything unusual about this home or is it just in the stream of what you do at Meritage? Yeah, it's definitely in the stream of what we do. What I'm most proud about is Meritage as an entry level and move up builder has built beyond the Energy Star standards and has built zero energy communities and solar energy communities and zero carbon communities for over the last 12 years. And so our brand promise about challenging convention and building better clearly rests on the shoulders of really good building science and our partnership with the EPA and our partnership with ResNet to really to create to inspire consumers to make good choices, which I think a large part of the HERS rating exemplifies, right? That it's not a marketing claim, but it's good building science rooted in deep Department of Energy models. But the benefit around these low HERS scores is something we do every home, every time, every price point, and more importantly, inspires consumers that they shouldn't accept less. And that's what Tim and I have such a great partnership achieving over the last 10 plus years is not just trying to make consumers aware that they can have better, but to make sure that we're executing every house to a significant standard above code in every market we build in. 
And I wanted to just ask that question, what markets do you build in so the listeners are aware? So we build in 18 markets coast to coast from California all the way to Florida. And Tim, obviously, where are you based out of? We're just outside of Orlando, Florida. And then we have our energy raiders stationed all over Florida. And we handle three different regions from Meritage Homes. How busy are you down there in Florida? We're really busy. Building's not slowing down. I guess some materials are causing a little bit of slowdown, but I don't think they can build them fast enough for the buyers here in our market. Meritage is doing a good job handling the load on that too. CR mentioned inspiring consumers. Tim, how much interface do you have with the consumers, the actual house buyers, the home buyers? Really, from the buyer's perspective, we don't have too much interaction with them. I do some training with sales staff as well as some of the construction staff that have the direct interaction with the buyers, especially training them and educating them on your HER scores, Energy Star certification, some of the key features of the homes that provide just a higher level home building better than code, as CR likes to really push for it. And CR, you mentioned that phrase, which was every time, every home was the last part of that? Everywhere, every home, every price point. So many people have thought that innovation and really credible energy efficiency was selectively partitioned out to very high-end homes. And the opportunity for a large production builder like Meritage to make this dedication and create the efficiencies of scale really also creates cost-effectiveness around it, right? That our suppliers and our trades and all the support teams and even down to our brand message is aligned around that message of, this is what we would build for the people we care about. How can we accept less for anything else we build? So that top-down consistent standard about building better is something that we started when I came into Meritage 12 years ago, and we've grown every year with partnerships like Tim in challenging what is the best we can do today. And the good news is that the standards we set 10 years ago, we've significantly improved year after year after year, and we're launching things. Tim and I were talking already earlier this morning about the things we're launching this year. So building a really good home with partners like the Energy Star program and ResNet is really about evolving and staying ahead of the mainstream. You really continually challenge yourself to reset what a well-built, high-value home is. Tim, from your perspective, what has changed over this decade or so of relationship of going, thinking back 10 years, what was it like to do a rating or interact with a builder? While there's some definitely technologies that are changing, the relationship one-on-one, it took a lot of education from the beginning, working with the construction staff, working with the corporate staff, getting them trained on some of the expectations and what we do as an energy rating company. We're building better than code and to get them on board for the guys out in the field and working with trades as well with this HVAC contractor, insulation contractor, all the way down to electrical low voltage, working with all of those trades to get them on board to steadily better the building, whether it's just some added air sealing or now with some of the technologies of HVAC coming into play and ventilation strategies. Every year, it's been a step for improvement. And along with that is education to those key players out in the field that are actually building the homes. It's a pretty pivotal relationship there in terms of understanding, educating yourself. What's your team like there at the 15 Lightyear? A size team? and We have 14 energy raters and RFIs on staff, ranging anywhere between, I would say we have a pretty young crew, early 20s to early 30s. They're all new 
to the energy rating environment. When we hire, we usually are unable to find anyone with experience. So we do a lot of in-house training. And I think that's really how we're able to kind of mold our employees. And along with that, they do a lot of training on Meritage Homes. Your company has an interesting name to it, 15 Light Years Foundation. Can you delve into that a little bit? 15 Light Years Foundation was really established to be able to take the revenues we get in our company and be able to give some of that back by setting up our own foundation. We work with elementary schools, community centers, homeless centers, things like that, transition facilities to provide energy efficiency strategies to those places, even down to like just sustainability efforts, community gardens. So a portion of all of our proceeds coming through 15 light years is giving back to the community. So we're very community-based. So the 15 Light Years Foundation is just built around that whole solar community. Got it. Makes sense there in Florida. CR, can you sort of take me on like a little visual walk through the, this house and this property, just so the listeners get an idea? The three millionth home is it? Is it something that's you know, more typical, or any unusual features to it? One of the things when you're a large production home builder is 80 percent of the promise you make around how you build a home and the benefits are consistent, right? There's an opportunity to leverage national supply agreements and consistencies and floor plans and taking things that you learn in Texas and apply them to Florida and things you learn in Florida and apply them to Colorado. So there's a large amount of consistency in the approach and in the design and the feature set of all of our homes. And then there's a regional approach to architecture, right? There's people move to Florida to feel like they live in Florida. So the ranch designs, the Orlando architectural design systems are really unique to that part of the world. So we elevate, which is the difference between a floor plan and elevation is the floor plan is the dimensionality of the rooms. The elevation is, okay, what are the materials that you're going to clad the outside with? What do you shutter? Do you have arches? Do you have modern squared? What does your roof line look like? So those elevations we specifically look at optimizing for the reason people live in the communities and the geographies they live in. And then there's some practicalities, right? Orlando is in Florida, which gets some pretty stiff winds every so often. We'll be putting in hurricane-resistant shingles and windows and other components that are specific to the regionality. But as far as the look and the feel, one of the things that as I listen to Tim talk and, and all of the content he provides, it reminds me of the things we've learned over the last 10 years of building really good homes is that it's got to be founded in this really credible building science of features that perform better as a system than conventional home building have evolved to and really push this result. But the result is the benefits. The result is the things that Tim helps us work with our sales and our marketing team to inspire consumers that it's not about the framing factor and the U factor of your windows and the SEER factor of your HVAC. It's about choosing a healthier home for your family. It's about choosing something that operates in a way that the home is much more comfortable, has much more lower relative humidity that is healthier, right? This, these, the lessons we learned post-pandemic were consumers are starting to select homes where they feel safe. And there's this great opportunity within programs like Energy Star, within the certification program, to inspire consumers to choose a better built home because it makes them have the confidence that their family is safer. So we really evolved more from, started with credible energy efficiency, 
But all of the things that Tim helps us do to execute the features in the field is about the feeling that consumers get with that HERS score, with the Energy Star certification, that their family is going to live a better quality of life. And, and that, I think, is infused in this three millionth home, but ideally is as a part of the brand promise that every HERS score certified home provides. In a way, it sounds like, pardon this expression, this is just another home but it's an important home because it's a milestone. But it's become for Tim and for yourself, Sierra, it's a way of doing business that's become more and more routine. Am I getting that correctly? Yeah, as the three millionth home, I think what's really important about that milestone is the size of it. It's no longer about, hey, this is the fifth special one-off custom home energy rating home that was built and sets itself out as an aspiration. But the three millionth home should be the new set of what buyers should expect. And I think that's the more important acknowledgement of achieving this significance of a milestone is three millionth shows of evolution, shows a shift in the industry to achieve more, to set a baseline of better for an industry. And it shows how many builders are now capable and in leaning into these messages around healthier, safer, more energy efficient, more comfortable homes. So I hope that I'm certainly proud of this home. I'm certainly very happy for the family that lives in this home. But I believe at 3 millionth, this represents a move towards better building for the country. So what part of the conversation with the home buyer does this come up? Do they come to you with this concept? Do they come looking for comfort, health, lower energy costs? How does this conversation develop? I think that's a really significant question. And what I'm excited about the three millionth achievement is 10 years ago, we had to really do a tremendous amount of work to inspire consumers that there's more to their home choice than square footage the zip code and the price point. Those are the first three sorts that every home buyer goes through to choose a home. But then there's a fourth one, because if you just sort for those location, price, square footage, you still have 20, 30 homes in that zip code at that square footage of that price range available to you. And what we want consumers to do is demand something better, demand something that is healthier, more comfortable, saves them money in operating costs tens of thousands of dollars in operating cost. And so the HER score certification is really about shifting consumers to enable them to understand how this home will perform after they buy it, just not what the granite looks like in the kitchen. And by creating that awareness over the last decade plus of more and more homes having a home energy rating score, Buyers are able to now look at it like the analogy that ResNet uses all the time is that it's a miles per gallon score, right? That this score takes dozens of features and puts it together to be predictive of how this home will perform over time. And it's more than energy efficiency, right? It's about comfort and durability and consistent temperatures from room to room. And that score, when it was 50 homes, when it was 150 homes, was something that we had to do a tremendous amount of lean in education about. And now consumers are becoming aware or may have lived in a home for the last five years that was certified. And now they're looking for builders that are dedicated to better building practices and are starting to really compare 
those good enough homes in the right area code with the right square footage, apples to apples based on the her scores to make better choices. And that shift is something that I'm really proud and I'm really proud to have Tim as a partner to have enabled consumers to evolve to the point where we had to educate to now they're coming to us and selecting us because of our reputation for building a low her score home. It's a quiet mission that you're both on, especially Tim, but it's an important mission to do all that work on the education, the background, and making sure, for example, CR's uh, salespeople understand the importance, understand the interrelationship, and can relate that building science aspect. Tim, what do you find that's like in this kind of communication and training? How is that taking place? I mean, the conversation just really begins with working with the salespeople and the construction staff to tell them some of the aspects of what this house has versus what similar building products in the area, the comparison of a Meritage home versus a neighboring community. And a lot of salespeople come in and they've sold other homes or they're to understand that there is a difference other than just the zip code and the size square footage of the house. That's really key to it. And like I said, it has been a stepping from 10 plus years. Now we're seeing other builders in the area follow suit. They're interested in, hey, what are they doing and what's driving the home buyers there? So the her score becomes really important aspect of that. And then it becomes kind of a competition of what do we do to our homes to lower that her score? Because it's the buyers are becoming more aware. And working with Meritage Homes, it's not like really comparison of what other builders are doing. It's what can we do next to be innovative, to decrease that her score and provide more energy efficient and not just energy efficient, but indoor air quality is a really top priority of Meritage Homes as well. And what's the landscape like with the code officials? Maybe Tim, you deal with them more? Over the past several years, that's kind of a humorous topic. Doing it like a lot of full spray foam sealed attic assemblies, moving into some of these smaller jurisdictions, we're having to meet with the building inspectors and building officials going over why you don't want to install an attic vent in a sealed attic, something simple like that. But it's different technologies that they haven't seen. And of course, they don't have a manual in front of them that explains some of these technologies. So they kind of resort back to, okay, well, we know that we're supposed to have vents in our attic to equal a certain ratio. And that conversation has literally happened probably four or five times over the last few years with uh, smaller jurisdictions. And then just working with them, understanding that, hey, these homes are less than three air changes. Here is the ventilation strategy that we're using to meet the code requirement. And they're not used to working with builders that are doing that low of air changes. They're not used to seeing ventilation strategies, or if they do see ventilation strategies, understanding the difference between them. It can be humorous sometimes, but you also have to remember that a code official is trained really on health and safety. And when it comes to energy efficiency, it seems like their training is pushed off a little bit. So that's why we come in and we work with them to get them up to speed. And numerous times we've had this conversation specifically with Meritage Homes and building officials talking about different components of the house that they haven't really seen before from other builders. Does it play out through an on-site visit, through a walkthrough kind of thing? How does it play out or is it a... Usually it's directly in their office, spreading out paperwork and documentation, whether it's actually pulling statutes out of the code or going over some of the building specs 
And then there's always that aha moment. So whether it's an aha moment of, okay, do it, and it sounds good to me, or they actually understand it. But we've definitely had our fair share of back and forth. And building officials are always fun to work with. It's something that's unique to our job. So we're not just working with the builders. We're representing them to the building officials. And I've made some really good connections. Not only do I work a lot with a lot of our builders associations, but I'm really involved in the building officials association here in Florida as well. That helps do a lot of work with the co-development council for the state of Florida as well. So building those relationships are important. It sounds like commitment and volunteering run like a strong current through you and your company there. We try. Yeah. It's definitely, it's embedded in our mission. And in your performance too. Excellent. CR, what do you see on the horizon? What's next? When will we be talking about 4 million, CR? And is it going to be a Meritage home? We certainly have a good shot at it. We put up 12, 14,000 HERS rated homes every year. So we're trying to stay in the mix. And the more targets you have out there, the more potential you'll get picked. So we're hoping Tim certifies the 4 millionth as well as the 3 million. Yeah, but that'd be great. I think there's a couple things that are really important in the conversation Tim just had is one, how much opportunity there is to demonstrate better upfront with buyers. And by starting with these better building practices and these better building materials, we've really worked with our rating partners to be able to create marketing and sales approaches to demonstrate those benefits, whether it's having people notice the interior temperature of better built windows or being able to cut out your ceiling and show them in a sealed insulated attic how your attic temperature is the same as the rest of the house. Or that as you go from first floor to second floor in the middle of an Orlando summer, the temperature still doesn't change. So there's a lot of really good opportunities in these comparisons. We call it that dare to compare that once you're inspired that your home can have these benefits, that it's difficult to compromise and choose something that's less comfortable, that's going to cost you hundreds of dollars more a month to heat and cool that's not as healthy for your consumer. And so translating those HER scores into the received benefits you get every day in a better built home, I think is a really important reason why we've gotten to 3 million homes relatively quickly. The time it took to get from zero to a million, and then the time it took to get from one to two, and the time to get from two to three, each one of those increments are compressing. And so that 4 millionth home should be coming pretty quick. And we're certainly very happy and honored to participate in adding those numbers up to the total. Yeah. And it's like you mentioned that the dare to compare is that test driving aspect of it where people really need to experience it. You can explain all you want. You can show them numbers. You can show them reports. But when they experience it, see some kind of visual or inside that environment, there's a whole different feeling, which they can really quickly get used to and then start to feel a little different when they go other places with buildings or homes that aren't as performing as well. Right. Look at the automotive industry. When consumers realized that they could get to 100,000 miles in their car and it would still continue to drive dependably was new. When I had a 1970-something Chevy at 82,000 miles, you just like you put it up, it was done. And now at 182,000 miles, it's just starting to run well. And when I bought my last car, it had all the Bluetooth and connectivity and all the other things. And I was never mad at the cars I had prior. But once you inspire consumers that, wow, when you sit in your car, suddenly your phone sinks and you get hands-free and you get your music and your car will adjust itself to you, it's tough to go backwards. And we think the same inspiration is happening in home building, which is nobody was ever mad at their 
stick frame, conventionally insulated, conventionally built home until they experience a home that is better. And as you accurately say, once you have that experience, once you have that data point, it's really difficult to go backwards. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a tagline. You feel free to use it. You don't know what you're missing. I love it. I'll steal that. I'll work with my marketing group. (laughs) You should see that on a website soon. Okay, cool, cool. Tim, CR, it's great to have this conversation with you to cover the relationship aspect between the builder and the rater, which is very important. And congratulations again on both being involved with the rating of the three millionth home. Any closing thoughts to add, CR? The big piece, because I assume it's a pretty self-selective audience that is thinking about how to market and how to build and how to leverage better home building practices and her scores to their business practice is that Tim and I's relationship really exemplifies having a good idea isn't that relevant, right? It's the beginning, but it's in the execution. It's in all the work that Tim does in partnership to help municipalities permit, to inspire our salespeople, to inform our marketing message, to credibly identify mistakes that were made in our trade and to continue to grow and learn that continuous improvement, that continuous inspiration of our consumers. That's the work of building better homes. Thinking about and designing a great home is the beginning, but it's in this execution and a lot of what we've talked about today that I think is the most important part of having a HERS rated home. It's that what we tell our consumers is don't let our consumers accidentally buy less than they deserve because they didn't have the information to make a good choice. Excellent. Tim, any reflection on that and the closing thought? Absolutely. Working with Meritage Homes has been great because they're leading the way in energy efficiency, and it's given us a lot of tools to work with other builders. And we know it takes that relationship, whether it's CR or some of the local people here in the local regions, working with them, running through these strategies and innovations, and then taking some of those items that we've learned and really working with the builders. We have some of those builders, they just want a HERV score. Just give me the HERV score. And we have to take the initiative to reach out to them and let them know how they can better. This is a baseline, but let's always improve that baseline. And it takes that communication. It takes that relationship. It's been a great experience, a huge learning experience working with Meritage. And we use it across the board with all of the builders. And every year we're increasing our HERS ratings. So the number of homes we rate. Excellent. Well, gentlemen, thank you for uh, joining us here in the Res Talk podcast to convey the mission and the message and the execution of the three millionth hers rated home. That was exciting. Good to talk to you, Bill. Thank you for having us. Take care. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Res Talk podcast. And hopefully you heard a few pointers that will help you improve your business or your relationships with your builders or your raters. If you're a pro in the building market, surf on over to resnet.us slash professional to learn more or to join the email list where you can find Resnet on Facebook or Twitter. Here's a quote for today. It's by Francis of Assisi. Start by doing what's necessary, then do what's possible. And suddenly you're doing the impossible. If you're interested in feeding back to Resnet on what you heard here today or would like to hear a new topic covered or just have a general question, please send an email to info at resnet.us. If you've not subscribed, please do so. And as always, thank you for listening to Res Talk. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Res Talk podcast. This podcast is hosted by Bill Spohn and is a production of Resnet. 
the Residential Energy Services Network. The best way to listen to this podcast is to subscribe on an iPhone using the podcast app or on an Android device by downloading the Stitcher app and searching for ResTalk. If you are willing, a review on iTunes of the podcast app will help others find the show and would be very much appreciated. We look forward to talking again soon on ResTalk. Talk.